Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello! <laughs> Don't yell at the child's room. All right. And Forrest. Howdy. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I was being far away. We're in my, I was doing. We're in my home. It's, <laughs> it, is, it is a little cold in here, even though the air is only on 72. Uh, usually it's like this when the air is on 70, and I tried to be nice to both of you because you don't like it as cold yeah, as I do. We're cold boys. And so I put it on 72. And Still cold. It, it is freezing in here. It's not even that I don't like it cold. It's just that this late in the evening, with like it being it cold, cold like that, I want to go to sleep. Right. And that's mm. not the energy that I need going into the podcast. No, this the cold the pushes me through. No, no, no. The cold is the normal temperature. And then colder is the sleeping temperature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing, if we've been playing anything new. Um, and then we're going to go right into the Xbox showcase because we don't want the episode to be too, too long. Um, and the Xbox showcase actually had some stuff that I think is worth um, conversing about, um, especially <laughs> when they said there is a whole Starfield Direct I. Uh, wasn't expecting it to be a 45-minute deep dive into what you can do in Starfield. Yeah. And it was the most overwhelming 45 minutes I've ever felt in my life besides mm. when my son was born. I didn't and watch it. You didn't? Really? No. I tuned out after the showcase was over. Was it on purpose or was yeah. it because you're not interested in Starfield? No, it was just like, all right, I don't need to, I don't need to watch this deep dive into this incredibly intricate game right now. I'm going to go get lunch are you gonna play <laughs> starfield yeah okay, okay i just didn't all right i just didn't so, feel interested in watching that part of it okay so okay. we'll talk about it it was a lot um, it was a lot but it sold me whereas i was already sold on the game it sold me more on it um it may have had the opposite effect on mm, me well that's a shame and we'll get into it yeah um, but lately i have been playing uh, i beat Tears of the Kingdom, 80 hours, 41% complete. <laughs> Where did you see that percentage? At the end of the game, it showed you. Actually, in the Puripad, it shows you the percentage after you load up the game again in the bottom right. Huh. It says the percentage. Okay, so I also beat it earlier today. Did not see the percentage thing. And when I loaded it back up, did not see the percentage thing. I'll show you. Um but yeah, it's there. You have an unquantifiable percentage so. completed in this game. It's um, less than 100, but there's no way of knowing what number that is. Yeah, mine... It's more than zero, Seth, potentially. Seth's is definitely more than mine, though, because yes. he did... I did a lot. A lot. I did a lot. Um, yeah. Um, all the shrines. A, what a video game. All the... Uh, went to all the wells. Went to all of the caves. Got all of the bubble gems because I had to give that guy things so he could eat them and turn into that thing. You know, you guys talked about the hands a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only saw the hands once in the entire game, and it was in the area where it spawns during the final yes. fight. That there, is insane. Is I've a, encountered them like five times at least fun. now, yeah. and I'm nowhere near I'm, beating the game. Like hand on the hand Crazy. on the Bible. Swear I've never. I never saw them the entire. It's game. too like, bad because it is a it's a it's a horrifying <laughs> moment when they appear. The sky turns red and the clouds start moving and and super fast forward as if it's 
uh, made in heaven is happening. Yeah, and they're faster than Link is. Uh, yeah, the like, red—they're not the like that. Only happened when the red moon happened. No, no. it happens whenever these hands thing yeah. come out. This I, never I, happened. The whole—I was, I was underground and I came across a patch and everything started turning red and I'm like, like I yeah. started literally yelling. I was like, no, 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 not here. <laughs> the first time I encountered them, I didn't even actually see them. I just noticed the atmosphere, like, changing. I was like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? I don't did understand you get, this. Did you get a blood moon by that point? or Well, I knew about the... But, yeah, it was... Or, like, I, what I'm asking is, like, did you think that was the blood moon? Or, no, or like, like something because I looked wrong? around, uh, and at some point when there's a blood moon, a cutscene happens. Yeah. But it was just, like... The music changed, and it was re- this really frantic music, and everything was red and moving fast. I was like, what is going on? And I, was I couldn't see the huh. end. No, like, I never saw the enemy. I was just, like, around climbing, because they can't, like, go up, ah, like, walls and, and hills God. and stuff. So I think I was just up in the air climbing on platforms, and it had spawned <laughs> below me without me seeing it. It was weird. But, yeah, they're terrifying. Yeah, I never saw it. I, I, you I, are so lucky. I don't know. It's too bad. I've encountered it, them way you, too many if times. If you kill them, they turn into a phantom Ganon. Yeah. Which so, I have yet to be able to do that because yeah. I don't have strong enough equipment, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would like to run into a phantom Ganon. That would be cool. That would be neat. That's interesting. Interesting stuff. I love that this game has so many things. It really and does. I, I'm not saying that like to be vague, but like I, the it's it's like um, I was never a Red Dead Redemption Two person, but I remember um, one of the fun things on Twitter was like, "Oh, did everyone see this?" And it's like people replying to tweets like, "I've never seen that in my life." Yeah, um, it's like so. uh, what happened with Elden Ring again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I love that we Same keep that, getting yeah. big enough games like this where everyone's playthrough can be almost entirely different. Yeah, like that—that that is a wonderful thing for me. That but makes also, me appreciate the game a lot. Right. More. It's also important that all the stuff that is in that game is like worth seeing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of big games, is like, oh, I did this and this, or it's like, I don't care. Yeah. None of the stuff you did was cool. None of it mattered. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I beat that great game. I think it's I, I we expound we we can do a whole episode where we talk about the lore. Um we'll do that within the next The lore's month. pretty yeah. crazy. Um cuz the lore's pretty crazy. Also confusing. I think it would be a fun conversation once we have a little more time to chew on it. Um So I will say there are I did find I know cuz we've talked about this before. There are a few moments that do make it seem definitively that this game does take place after the last game. Because there are specific moments where people are talking about the Calamity and you fighting the Calamity. But there's only, like, one or two. So So much of the rest of the game is, like... I guess Nebulous. because it's yeah, because it's far enough away, and a bunch of people act like they don't know who you are. That for a while it, there was like, is this a direct sequel or is it just taking place in like a mirrored universe that is, yeah, slightly the same but different? Because like no one talks about the Divine Beast or the, um, all the other stuff, right? Uh, except for like two people. Mm-hmm. 
And some of them sometimes uh, characters act like they've never seen Link, but yeah. they Beetle? but they definitely have. Yeah. yeah. Um, also very weird. Yes. Um, guys, I'm also playing a game I shouldn't have done. I'm just letting you know. Um, it went on sale for five dollars on the eShop, but I I started Dragon's Dogma because good. I've seen. You should have done this. It was I, meant to be. It was written in the uh, stars, David. It was $5, and Tears of the Kingdom is out of my brain for the most part, because I beat it. I'm ready to go on to Final Fantasy 16, and I decided to make a pit stop <laughs> at another... Another massive... Another, another RPG. RPG. Yeah. Well, the, the how long the beat has it between... 30 and 100 plus hours. Mm, depending on and 100 how, plus. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on how much you want to beat the game. Yes. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll probably shoot for 40. But it's on my Switch and I can play it passively. I'm not in front of my TV. It looks good. It looks like a game from 2012 because it is. Yep. And you know what? I love it. It plays like one. Seth, I, I know you haven't started this game. I know you haven't played it. I, don't, I know you probably don't have plans to, but let me tell you the satisfaction of them saying, you've got to kill the snake on its back about a manticore you're fighting. Mm-hmm. And then you think to yourself, I have a grab button. And you can climb up the manticore's back while you're fighting it in this game mm-hmm. and slash at the snake. The game doesn't just want you to slash at the back of the animal. No, no, no. Climb the animal you are fighting. Cut off the big, specific Big head. animal. Yeah. Big animal, sure. big climb. It's a manticore. They're big. And also in the opening sequence, dragon attack. Uh, dragon's dogma. Sure. He steals your heart. That's the... You mm. are a heartless. Interesting. Yo. Yeah, the dragon... You, I wonder if the plot of the second one will be that when that happened, you created a nobody. <laughs> I don't know, because he steals your heart, and then... Your girlfriend gets freaked out because you don't have a pulse. Sure. Your heart's gone. Sounds like Kingdom Hearts um, still. Yeah. And you I don't know have if, they, a, if anyone in Kingdom Hearts has a pulse. And you have a wound. Do they actually have like hearts that pump blood in Kingdom Hearts? They, they, ha- they I don't have know. to. They're it's all you symbolic. Sure? Their heart. Maybe. Their hearts are symbolic. Yeah, that's certainly the, the characters from the Pirates of the Caribbean worlds have fully functioning like human yeah. uh circulatory systems. Yes. Um, Except so, for that guy whose heart was in the box. But I'm so I'm mm-hmm. talking in this game. You are fighting a dragon. Mm-hmm. It's big, and mm-hmm. you can climb up on dragon. Mm-hmm. I did. I climbed on the back of it and started slashing it. And then the game was like, "Okay, you've had enough. Um, we're gonna." It, it it does the classic go to a cutscene, and the dragon takes his nail and he he basically, in all but words, he goes, "I respect you." Like the dragon was kind of like that because you you like stood up to him and fought back, and he stabs you in the chest with his big dragon nail, and then takes out your little heart mm. and eats it, and then uh, your chest miraculously heals up, and you are freaking people out because you're still alive. So uh, that's where I'm at. If I may ask, what is the dragon's dogma? Are but you the I'm, dragon's dogma? I'm, I may be. I may be the titular dragon's dogma. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm enthralled by this game. It. There have been multiple times where I've almost played Fable again mm-hmm. because I miss that era of weird RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And booting up Dragon's Dogma is like, hey, bud, you've been missing that itch. Welcome home. Welcome home. (laughs) Because what do you have at the bottom of your screen? A ton of commands with words next to them. (laughs) And then what happens when you hold LB? It changes those commands to something else. Oh, my God. Just lots of commands. And I'm loving it. It's very overwhelming. Um, But, yeah, I've been playing that. I've already got my $5 worth um, within the first, like, hour. Uh, So it's only uphill from here. Um, I mean, it seems neat. Uh, but I've already fought a dragon who was eating, who stuck something in his mouth earlier today. Mm. Um, in Zelda. Oh, okay. Oh, That's yes. what I thought, but I was like, I'm yes. not sure. I, I, I can never tell fully with yeah. you, you know? Um, I, I'm also completely shellacked Forest in Street Fighter Six before we started recording. Hey, I kicked your butt a few rounds. Yeah, it was a, I don't know. The one was because I was two, playing I as Dulcim. And I don't like that character now. I, I know that's not butt, for me. Though. Yeah, he did kick my butt. I, I got you sweating when I was playing as Luke, I think, and that was about it. Yeah, like that legitimately was, you, sweating. You were getting the you were getting the hang of Luke, and I didn't like it. I like that game a lot. I'm not very good, I don't think, but I like playing it. And it's fun. That's all that matters. I'm that's go, why I like I'm, fighting games. I'm gonna try the online. <laughs> And get humbled very quickly, and that's okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm playing Street Fighter VI and uh, also Diablo IV. Loving (laughs) Diablo IV. Um, You got a full plate of games. Yeah. Uh, That's true. But I'm out of, uh, really, on the Switch, it's only the one, which is great. That's my passive game. My console is going to... Uh, switch to Final Fantasy 16. Street Fighter is just when I want to pop it on. So that works. Um, the one that's on the TV for the near future, unless my friends text me to play, is Final Fantasy 16, uh, starting on Thursday. So when that comes up? The second, the 22nd, yes. Oh, man, I thought I had another week. You kind of do. Yeah. yeah I mean, could, like, I, for some reason, I kept thinking it was, yeah, like, literally closer to the week. end more of the month. No. Not, a uh, No. Not well, next Thursday. I guess I finished Zelda just in time. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the end. I, th- I think the, um, like, the final descent into the final battle is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it... Somehow creates a whole different atmosphere than anything that you've uh, ventured into in the in the rest of the game, um, and also final boss is a lot better than Calamity Ganon was in the last one. Way you better. Just, yeah, you're actually utilizing mechanics that mm-hmm. you have used throughout the whole game. Yes, sir. Rather than getting on a horse and shooting at a big monster. Yeah, which maybe once in a while you would shoot at something on your horse in that game. But for it to be the whole final battle. Yeah. It, it was... It, like, that felt really... Like, it gave me a huge disconnect because the entire time that I was playing that game, like, I used my horse, like, twice. Yeah. So for the, for that to be a I mean, crucial I, part of the I final fight, I was, my like, horse weird. Probably more than most in the, in the previous one. But even then, it's like, this is... I don't know. And the horse controls are so, like, loose yeah. that... 
It's it's almost like you're barely even controlling it. Which, there has to be a middle ground between these horses and Torrent. Like, there has to be... <laughs> Somewhere. Because Torrent is just a very fast car that can yes. turn on a dime. I need I a middle ground. I mean, I don't know that it was as important in this game when you can literally build cars that turn on a dime. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Maybe so that was I turned on a dime. The, Mine weren't good enough to do that. The um, final boss in this one was very fun. Uh, the fight against Ganondorf, I thought, was a lot of fun. Um, he has a cool mechanic where he repeats a thing that he does at the beginning of the game, where if he hits you, you permanently lose a heart in that battle. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and I didn't notice it was happening until, like, six of my hearts were gone. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, Wait I didn't minute. want to tell you about that mechanic till you interacted with it. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool fight. Uh, it's also weird because he's basically a souped-up version of the Phantom Ganons. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And so I fought so many of those that I was prepared for all of his attacks. Um, it was cool, though. It's cool because it's just, like, one-on-one, and he's like, all right, come come get me. And he, he has, um, like, he can switch weapons like you can. He can do the, the fast dodge that you can. Nice. So, like, if you just walk up to him and try to slash him, he's going to back up out of the way in slow motion. Um, does he flurry rush He you? does not do a flurry rush. Uh, but he, he does. He really? does the he, same attack each time after the backwards flip, and then you can counter flurry. Right. It's not okay. really the flurry rush, though. But, yeah, he does immediately go into an attack. And, um, you, you know, if you know it's coming. You, right. You can, but it was, it was a really cool fight. Um Definitely the boss in this game, a step up from Breath of Wild, where they were basically all the same boss. Each one of these has, like, different mechanics. It's, yeah. It, it was a super fun. And I I kind of, it was weird. Like, I was sort of done with the game, like, two or three days ago. And, like, and thought, okay, I should just go finish this game because I'm not really in the headspace anymore. But I wanted to do this other stuff. I wanted to, like, finish up these things just to say that I did. Um, and there was some cool stuff that I did end up unlocking. Yeah. Um which forest the uh I showed it I sent a picture to David of what it was, but the the thing that you get for doing all of the shrines is like the craziest item I've ever seen. <sighs> Man, I'm very curious, especially because of uh what you were saying about getting all the light roots or whatever yeah. down below. Like I was like, I I you need get to anything know. for doing that? You get a little no, not really. It's you get a, a little metal. Um, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> nice. Here you go. Yeah. Um, there, well, there's 159 shrines, I think. Jeez. Uh, 120 light roads. So, uh, that's so much. It, it is. I like, it's a it, little it overwhelming. A so, my, I'll tell you the, I looked at the time in my profile. It said at least 250 hours. That's a lot. Which I think is like a hundred more hours than I put into Breath of the Wild. Jeez. That's wild. I could see why you're maybe not in the headspace for the game anymore. At the moment. Yeah. You know? And there's there's like little bits of side quests, like the tiny quests that I didn't finish off. Um, and there's no way I'm going back to get all the Korok. So I did get like... I was surprised. It's weird. Like you don't... The Korok numbers are crazy. I, I ended up having, like, 460-something Koroks. That's a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's not even half of what's in the game. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. No. But it's no. funny that, like, none of that stuff, none of, like, the Koroks in particular, I ever went out of my way to do. It's just, like, you know, you find a thing. Stumble upon They're them. actually, yesterday, just yesterday, there was one that I figured out the mechanic of how a Korok spawns. Because around the the world, there are, like, these suspicious holes with boulders in them. And it's like, well, it definitely looks like this fell from something and there should be something under. But there never is. And I finally figured there's, around all of those, there's somewhere there's like a little stick thing sticking out of the ground. And if you put the boulder on top of it, a Korok spawns. Oh. oh I and didn't that know. like blew my mind. I was like, I passed so many of these. Yeah. <laughs> I I've had no, like- yeah, I had no idea what they were until I found it was because I was in an area with snow and there was a distinct line of, like, no so, snow between yeah. the stick and the boulder. And I was like, oh, what if it came from there? That's crazy. Yeah. So there's still... I wouldn't say there's a lot, a whole lot left for me to do in the game. Um, but I definitely got my money's worth. Yeah. For the first $70 Nintendo game, I ringed every bit out of it that I could. And I enjoyed it for... I would say I enjoy like ninety percent of it. I think the the vast majority of what I did was uh, enjoyable and not tedious. Um, the stuff at the end was a bit tedious. I did have to pull, look up some maps for one shrine and one well and like eight caves. But other than that, everything else I I found pretty much by myself. Good. Which um, the shrines, especially, I remember that. In Breath of the Wild, I had to look up, like, 20 of them. Oh, same. Um, Some of those were just not, like, I don't even want to say, like, as well-designed, because I think the shrines across both games are pretty well thought out. But but there's a lot more in Breath of the Wild that it is a whole puzzle to even figure out where it is. Yeah. Yeah. This time around, it's a little, like, the most extensive I've ever had to do anything for getting a shrine in this game was just like going and either transporting one of the crystals over to the place or right i think all all of the ones that you have to go you have to like actually find the location um there are whole like very obvious puzzles built around that so it's it's never like this really subtle atmospheric like puzzle that you have to because I, I can distinctly remember one in Breath of the Wild that um, in, like, the northern area, you have to roll a snowball down a certain path so it gets big enough to crash through this wall. Um, and it's where the there's a huge, like, the, the big skeleton is, is in there, uh, one of the three big skeletons. Mm-hmm. And there's also a shrine. And I remember... In my quest to find them, I was using the shrine sensor. And you can just, like, run around, and the sensor will be going off, and you will have no clue as to where the actual, like, what you have to do. Yeah. There was never a point in this one that I was like, hmm, I know there's something here, but I just have no idea how to do it. Right. Yeah. Great game. Very well-designed game. Um. The only qualms I would say I, I have are with some of the weird writing choices. Just in, like, the way characters speak. Yeah. Um, 
And the fact that, well, it was super cool that they expanded upon this, like, the lore of the world. They did it in a way that made stuff more confusing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Much more confusing. But, uh, you know, that, that's, that stuff is kind of fun. Yeah. We, the lore implications of what the Calamity even is is wild. Yeah. Uh, when, <laughs> you, when you start to think about it. Um, but it's also confusing. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't. I don't know if what I think I know is correct now. Right. Um, and I also think that. I think that the system in the previous game, where you were going to get Zelda's or, or Link's memories in whatever order, I think it worked because of how all of that stuff. Um, like it. It didn't really matter as much. Like there weren't individual memories that could spoil stuff from other memories. Yeah. But there is, like, whole cloth, some memories in there that contain other memories that you go out to find, Mm -hmm. and that directly... um, And so I wish there was a better way, uh, or a way of better, like, um, signposting which ones you're supposed to go to, or even just gating ones off that will... Or just having the tiers... The player doesn't have to know that they're out of order. The player should just pick up a tier and it unlocks the next one. Well, the tiers yeah. were the tiers were for each speci- like each of the big geoglyphs in the ground referred to what was happening in the tier. Um, I didn't pick that up. I just mm. was going for the tiers. You mean you didn't notice that the the tier that was a big curved dagger that fit in the only part of the world where a curved dagger could fit was also the one. A, where a character uses a big curved dagger to kill someone? No, I didn't actually. <sighs> this, I'm telling you. And, like, or the one that is literally just Ganondorf is the one where he shows up first. No, I you didn't. You know, I didn't really think about that, but uh, now that you're mentioning it, yeah, the one that's shaped like the Master Sword. It's, uh, I guess yep, it, it's I just guess it about makes the Master Sword. Like yep. Listen. There's one that's like shaped like a crab, though, isn't there? What was that one about? It's not real. That's not a crab. It's Ganondorf turning into the Demon King. Yeah. Oh my. That's all. Of that is his hair flying up. It looks like he a does crab. have crab claws, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't pick that up, my dude. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you go back and look, you'd be like, oh yeah. Damn. You could look at each geoglyph. Movie. Oh, that was that memory. Must be in a bunch of oblivious autos over here. <laughs> yep. Hey, I knew to build the sign stuff to support this. <laughs> Lay now. Yes. I know now. I want to be here for, for doing all of his. I'm sure it's just like a dumb medal. Probably. Yeah, or the president thanks you. He gives mm. you like a hug and a kiss or something. And you know what? That would be great because he's depressed. Or you yeah. get he's going an it. outfit that is his outfit. That's so you can good. have that yeah. mushroom hair. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That'd and the good. suspenders. It's good. Probably not that, though. How is the president standing? <laughs> so great. Yeah. That guy's great. Make a game ah. of him. I'm really bummed that I was really excited for Bucket Hat Guy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, not really a character. Trailer, he's, he's not just, really a character. He's just a guy helping clear out monsters. But he looked really important in the trailer. He is important. He's one of the few people who are roaming Hyrule, keeping it safe. I know, but like it, they made it look like he was a like a like a plot important character. Yeah, mm. they, those characters looked like a group of friends that were going to be with right. you, especially 
especially because in one of the trailers they show you putting a bunch of people into yeah that never happened that yeah. never happened. Well, there is I, and one of the things where you're helping the traveling band get back to, together, you do carry them around. Right, but, but there was no instance of you uh, ferrying people around the world. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I, I wonder what that could? is from. I guess you could. I don't. Possibly. I don't think so because you can't move people without yeah uh, d- doing very distinct uh, trickery or mm. breaking the graphics of the game. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. No, uh, uh, or not the graphics, the gravity. Uh, someone, yes, I have seen those. Someone uh, encased an NPC into a a box, and then rotated it sideways and laid it down and, and let it, it go out. and it flew into Ooh. the sky nice because they're, they're not supposed to be not upright because npcs aren't supposed to be not upright that's going to be massive and for so, speed running uh, i sure. bet apparently they can beat it in an hour i haven't watched any speed runs because I, I was trying to see right. everything for myself first but now yeah. I, now i'm definitely gonna go down that rabbit hole and be like what are i mean what are dude, these crazy glitches had, people are doing at, at sgdq they they had someone speed run it blindfold i did watch that and a half. that was uh, insane well that was breath of the breath wild, of the wild. Well, yeah. yeah but still like these yeah but that's just been out forever right but to do it blindfolded is nuts massive um how's a good run i know i stayed up until like I was texting Seth about it. Yeah. I was like, I've got to go run the soundboard in the morning, and it's 2.30 in the morning, and they're about to hit the monetary goal to do it. And I stayed up and watched like 45 minutes of it, and then I had to pass yep. out. A bunch of people were mad about that because they set a goal that didn't seem like it was feasible for them to reach, and then they had to... um, They had to, like, stall, basically... For like an hour in order for donations to come in. Because they were going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it was just a matter of making sure they got in the donation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people were upset that they... They definitely stalled. I watched it. Yeah. So um, it's fine. Money uh, went to a good cause. Yeah. The chat was kind of rough, stall. in my opinion, during that. We don't have to go down it, but uh, the chat was very negative about the SGDQ this year. And I don't know hmm. why. They were just kind of rude about it. Boo. Um, boo that. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, boo I, all chats, honestly. Honestly? I, yeah. Except for the... Except for the chat talking <laughs> to AI Jesus. Jesus. I don't know. That one probably got weird. We just didn't look I'm at sure, it. I'm yeah. sure, um, But yeah, that was uh, that was what Wolf Forest has played I'm, Zelda. I've been playing Zelda, and that's it. I haven't had time for anything else. What, yeah. what what's what's new in your Hyrule Forest? Uh, I've finally started working on all my temples and stuff. Um, beat the Zora one or the Water Temple. I really like that boss fight with the mud octopus. Mud guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. What a goofy little Re- fellow. Reverse platoon. <laughs> yeah. That was a that lot guy, of fun. And he's got such a goofy, like, boss battle theme. Like, yeah. Others have serious boss battle themes, and his is like, they're like, we know that this is a joke to yeah. you. It, it's <laughs> great. I loved it. It's, it's probably my favorite uh, encounter in the game so far. Um, I have a, a statue of him in my monster exhibit in Terrytown. <laughs> nice. Of what, what he's, like, running away from you. Yeah. It's very funny. Mine is still the Colgara. That's the best. Colgara is dope. Um, have you done the Wind Temple? Not yet. That's what I'm working on right now. I, I, I 
I remember telling David, you can you can attack it with your body. Uh, and he did not believe me. Okay. Um, and then I showed him. Nice. Yeah, you can I, just like. I'm pretty sure that's the way you're supposed to Torpedo through him. Yeah. It's cool. Noted. It's Looking a, back, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the way you're supposed to. But uh, I I tried going on a quest to find the Master Sword. So, you know, I make it to the mm. Lost Woods. And I make it to, well, I made it to the Lost Woods was frustrated there for 10 minutes because every time I took a step into it, it just sent me back, and I'm like, what is going on? And then yes. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to explore the underground. Yes, that's how I got into the the, the Korok village. Yes. So that, there's that's just like There's like a, a an elevator, basically, right below yep. it. So I, I didn't even... Yeah. I just and, got in there un- underground. It was like, oh, yeah, usually you have to stumble your way through this fog mess to get And here. I thought I, I was going to have to do that again, so I'm kind of thankful that the game, you know, isn't yeah. reusing that um, idea. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I guess you could do it. Mm, I don't think so. I, I mean, like, believe me, I went every single direction from that main entrance into the Lost Woods, and it well, sent when, me Well, because there's a way you can exit. From the inside of the forest, and it takes you into that fog-filled area. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I never like. I never had to experience it because I got there the easy way, and then unlocked fast travel. Too. Yeah, but um, I so I went to the Deku tree to be like, all right, is the Master Sword here for some weird reason that would probably break uh, continuity mm-hmm. if it was? But sure, let's find out anyways. Mm-hmm. And nope. he's completely he's a zombie. He's a zombie, and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And it, and I'm like, oh, I can go inside of him. Yep. Okay, I fall down the shaft and the hands. Shaft. Yep, lots of hands. Lots of hands. David never went to the Deco Tree. Apparently not. Yep. Nope. That's where not you can once. find some hands. He definitely would have fought hands there. Yeah. You would have caught the hands. Yep. Nope. I won. <laughs> I beat the game. Yeah. Without having to and now deal they're with fine. the worst thing in the game. And now everything's fine. Yeah. Good for you. You saved Hyrule with the least amount of stress possible. <laughs> I don't know. There were some stressful moments. But, yes. A lot of times where I got to light roots uh, with the last heart. Oh, yeah. Mm. Same. Uh, stuff like that. That stuff is rough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just stumbling across – my, my time in the game right now is pretty much just uh, stumbling across things that are absolutely just tanking me. And either I push my way through it and find a way to beat them with uh, cleverness and ingenuity mm. or have I you, have you defeated like a baby. Have you defeated a Gliok yet? Which ones are those? I'm not good with the names mm, for these the, enemies. It's a big three-headed dragon. No. No, I call them Ghidorahs. Yeah. Uh, that's, are, that's just so much easier for me to yeah. think of. No, I am terrified of them. I <laughs> Every time I see one, I try to basically yeah. go the opposite direction. I think I was probably halfway through my playthrough before I felt like I could confidently actually challenge them and beat them. I, have, I never did. I have, like, <laughs> really good weapons now, and I still don't feel like I could be a competent challenge against yeah, them. It's tough. Um, because of their ability to like disarm you and freeze you and stuff like yeah. that. They're so annoying. It's, uh, a, it's a skill check. Yeah. And I do not have it. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this game that you just so need way much. more hearts than you start the game with in yeah. order to Wait. be able to like confident, confidently get through. Them. Listen, either that or I just do it the Dark Souls way, where I'm just gonna treat it like a like a gauntlet. You know, like I'll go in there if I get hit once, it's like all right, this run is lost, uh, and I'll just die. Yeah, <laughs> and I will like. Yeah, oh. there's been times that I, that I do that. <laughs> it's just like all right, down, putting this in the bin. Yeah, let's or, start over. Or this. The, I mean, that or preparing yourself enough with the elixirs and everything. This game is super big on that thing. Yes. Um, yeah, I've got to start learning those a little better. I'm using, like, some super basic ones right now, but, like, because, like, in the last game, I did not touch those at all. Like, I cooked, but I didn't yeah. make elixirs. It didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Um. So... I'm definitely feeling the they want you to lack care about of knowledge in this, on, in this game for me. But yeah, but. good game. Yeah. So much to do. So much to miss. Yep. But yeah. So much to do. So much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? <laughs> uh, oh, I started Advance oh, Wars 1 and 2. And... Mm. Um, they don't have an option to speed up combat, so I don't know if I'm going to keep going. But <laughs> you it, love Advance Wars. It takes. I usually played with the combat sped up, uh, and it takes very long for things to happen. Yes, too long. Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's talk about this Xbox showcase. Sure. Um, and I'm, yeah, Xbox. I was going to say an Ubisoft, but that also that happened after. Yeah, but Ubisoft, mainly the things that mattered about it were in the Xbox One and the Summer Games Fest. Yeah, um, but there was the big surprise that Skull and Bones still does not big, have gameplay. But it's going to have an open beta in August. Supposedly. The open beta is just going to be yeah. cinematics so that yeah, you watch. Yeah. And then um, they ask, what did you think of this? What do you think the gameplay could be? Because we're still trying to um, figure it out. So real quick, we can do Ubisoft... Uh, the big things from it was Avatar is coming out in December. Mm-hmm. It looked um, like Far Cry. It looked like Far Cry. And they uh, showed off uh, the. This was announced, and the big reveal was in a different showcase, but they also had the Star Wars game. Yep. Which looked like Watch Dogs. Yeah, which looked like Watch Dogs. I like the look of it a lot. Yeah. And it looked, it looked good. good. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying what it looked like. Right. Um, <laughs> it definitely Wait. was Far Cry Avatar and yes. Watch Dogs Star Wars. That's what it was. It's merely commenting that the games that Ubisoft has made look very much like other games <laughs> Ubisoft, Ubisoft has made. made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got to see gameplay. Oh. there wasn't gameplay. Yeah. That gameplay of freaking Assassin's Creed. It looks just like Assassin's Lord. Creed 2. I'm so wow. excited. It I did is... not think I could ever be excited by an Assassin's Creed game ever again. again. Yeah. yeah. This one is just like. They nailed it. Yeah. Out the park. Um, but that's essentially the Ubisoft yeah. one. Um, the Capcom one to give you a quick rundown. The only thing in that was that Pragmata is delayed again to question marks, not any date question marks, but it's kind of like ridiculous that there was even a, uh, release idea of it when it was announced. Cause it's like you watch the trailer and you know, you know what kind of game this is going to be. Uh, and you know that it's going to be delayed into oblivion just from that original trailer. Yeah. 
Um, so it got delayed to question marks, and yep. well, who knows yeah. when it's coming. Capcom Showcase also had a what if uh, Ace Attorney Apollo Justice trilogy announcement. Mm. So that was cool. But Capcom Showcases are usually pretty one note, anyways. Conspiracy theory. Oh, deep down, became Pragmata uh. in development, <laughs> and that's why. and it's, so it's just cursed. Yeah. Other idea. Uh, Scalebound became Exoprimal. <laughs> no, that's not enough. I don't know if that works. Um, I don't know. So there's coming was, out. There was a lot yeah. of fake leaks oh, that was leading up to this Xbox showcase. My, I saw some on Twitter, and I was like, "Ooh, if some of this is real, I'm going to be hype." There was a rumored, um, "Now's the time for the Halo Three anniversary." It's, um, Fake what? leaks are the bane of my existence. Why would it be time for the so Halo mad. 3 anniversary? We're, it's not an anniversary year. It doesn't matter. Just doing the, the redo. Um, there was a... That's so stupid. There was a leak that um, there's going to be a Gears redo. Another Gears redo. Um, which is very possible. Uh, like redoing gears in Unreal so that people can get used to the game running in Unreal. Mm. Um, which That'd be a weird thing to do. Well, hold on because it came out today that people can fly is making a Xbox Storm product. Two. No, it's they're making an Xbox product for a certain amount of money, and the the rumor or the idea is that possibly it. They are going to be making, remaking the Gears trilogy, original trilogy in Unreal Five, possibly. I just um, think the premise of so people can get used to it in Unreal is weird. Yeah, but one of the but the way I don't know was it in this showcase or was it in Games Fest that there was a game that was made from the people who made Bullet Storm. That wasn't People Can Fly though. Uh, it was a different studio. Um, well, never right. mind. I know. Disregard um, that statement. So so let's talk about this. Supposedly, everything in this showcase was in-engine or gameplay. Okay, and I've heard that before. In-engine uh, means nothing. It means nothing, but uh, there was an interesting tidbit I do have. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Fable. We saw Kicking it. Kicking off the Xbox showcase. Kicked off the Xbox this. showcase. Pretty nice. It seemed like there was a tiny person and a large person. I think it was a normal-sized person and a large person. That was the, the idea is that he was a mm. giant. That's also what I got from it. Like okay. I was getting like a Jack and the Beanstalk sort of um, like oh, vibe. Yeah. I guess because of the size difference, I... I thought tiny personal right. large person, but I guess which maybe a classical gi- a classical giant is does make a normal person look like a the tiny twist person. at the end yeah. of that game could be there's an even bigger person. Ooh. Three giant. stages, oh. yeah. three stages of giant, yeah, yeah. very wow. large, large um, size, yeah. So um, very funny. So Giant Bomb interviewed Phil Spencer and Matt Booty. Uh, the night of the... <laughs> he said Matt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the night of this. And Jeff Grubbs said, you know, you guys said everything was going to have gameplay. Um, and then you showed Fable and, and Phil Spencer got a little snippy and said, what makes you think that wasn't gameplay? And what he was implying, and he clarified, 
the segment where the character was running away from the giant was gameplay. Mm. It just had no UI. Mm. And but see that okay, if you go Phil. back and watch it, it does look like I guess. Run, but like if there's no UI, uh, the thing is like we've talked about before how like stuff with no UI doesn't look like gameplay, right. and yeah, it's because and it's it not what the weird. game looks like, right? And so to say it's what the graphics for him to be like. mad about the fact he that, didn't get mad, but he well, did yeah. say like what makes you think it right. wasn't. It's it's and it's it, a bit like well obviously you know why I don't think it because it didn't look like gameplay yeah because you didn't include the parts of it that make it look like a game yeah and maybe the game will just look like that which you know cool. could be what they're going for um who knows what they're going for this game is still twenty twenty five easy right um easy maybe twenty twenty six um that was the other thing Matt Booty came out and said was that. People need to temper their expectations and understand that it takes games five to six years to make now. Then why are we announcing them so early? Yeah, like I, I remember reading it like the, the big quote that is like, we need to change the mindset. And it's like, fine. We know that super huge games take a long time for them to come out and be good. Right. But as no one is asking you for every game you make to be huge. Right. And also, if you're going to take six years to... To make a game, which again is fine, maybe don't have, don't like announce them all four years before they're going to come out. Yeah, right. Because by the time they do start coming out, like I've moved on probably. I've forgotten right. about them and, a lot of the time. And like you talk about how it's like six, five to six years, like it doesn't, if they're all, if they're also all coming out in like a year and a half span, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't help any. It doesn't like change the perception that people have. It just makes people think, "Oh, you just took forever to make to for to release games. Like you went a long time with no games, and now you're releasing a bunch of them." It's like, sure, they can take forever, but at least you want you want them to be staggered in such a way that. So I I, th- I don't know. The, like I, my problem is like, the games don't need to be gigantic. Yeah, and they. I'm with you. They don't yeah. need. To have to take six years to make. Um, It's not fair to compare people to Nintendo generally because of, like, whatever, like, mad science they have that allows them to produce games. But also... They sit on games. Yeah, they also sit on games. And also, like, they... But they also have releases of, like, the Mario sports games, which recently have not been the best titles, but they are still fun to play right and they are still games that come out when nothing is coming out like here is a thing that you can play in like two weeks and you'll be able to play it with all your friends and you know it's not that deep of a game but you know you'll have a good time with it for like maybe three weeks and then put it down on the shelf and you'll be fine having it and there's nothing like that in microsoft's catalog as far like they want stuff like Halo Infinite to be there. Right. And there's also but there's also not stuff like that in Sony's catalog, but right. Sony is not really worried about where they're sitting because they have a bunch of like cultural phenomenon games yeah. that are all getting turned into TV shows. So they don't have to they're not really worried. They're not in the same position where everyone's like, "Okay, where's your next big thing?" because they've had like five next big things come out that everyone consistently. Loved. Yeah. 
so it's like I understand where Phil Spencer's coming from, and I fully agree with him. But as but that doesn't that I I feel like that doesn't have to be your only right. like strategy. Could, yeah. yeah, like you've acquired all of these studios, and you all have you have them all making gigantic games, uh, which first is going to make them all blend together. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of diversity of but they play. do allow. But the, but you gotta also pull back and be like, well, Hi-Fi Rush exists. Yeah, that's so true. They, they yeah. are. That's the other thing. He's he even said like they're letting studios, if they have creative urges, to do stuff with that creative urge. Yeah, and I think there's probably like like a small studio getting acquired by Xbox and suddenly having a huge. Um, like access to uh support from this thing make probably makes them all go oh well we can make a gigantic game now that we couldn't make right. before. Um, and the thing with Hi Fi Rush is like that was coming from a company who had made a bunch of big games, and so they were in that position where they could pivot away and say like hey let's make a smaller contained experience. Um, and I would argue it's maybe the best game that company has made. <laughs> like, you know, it's so I think it's it's just they're in this they're still in this sort of growing pains. Um, right. Uh, era of of like post acquisition of all of these companies and all of those companies starting to make games for Microsoft. They're big first-party projects. Yeah. And I think this year and next year are the start of them getting out of that. Yeah. Um, and we'll see that more through this. Um, so Fable, you know, Richard Ayoade, um, who is an IT crowd um, and a couple other BBC shows, um, he was talking, and he's a giant, and his name is Dave, and um, it looks like Fable, or at least it's got the vibe yeah. of Fable. Hopefully it's good. Very British. Very British. God bless. Um, this was the most excited I was the whole time. Same. For this. Yeah. Um, for any, like, non-major like major IP thing, this was definitely my yeah. my highlight of the showcase. And um, what is this? Fable? South of Midnight. Oh, sure. yeah. Sorry, uh, say that Transitioning, first. sorry, yeah. into the next um, game. So South of Midnight is being developed by Compulsion Games. Um. Mm. Which I believe household name. They did. We, they, they did that. They one are game. the ones that did. We happy few. Right. Um, mm. So okay. Yeah. Um, this was. Uh, this it had this kind of mystical looking like New Orleansy vibe. Yeah, it kind of had like a Coco vibe with like the really intense animation on the guitar mm -hmm. and like um, it also had a stop motion type of feel with its animation yeah um it was very much my vibe absolutely there's a girl asking another another instance where there's a giant freak man <laughs> right um and i didn't but in this case it was clearly not a human that was right. yeah she's it like was some kind of spirit person. yeah she seems um, like um this girl seems like she's hunting down like a yeah. monster or a beast or something yes she approaches this uh, dude, who I couldn't tell half the time if he was just a skeleton man or see. Just I'm a when I'm thinking is that she was at a man. crossroads in the Mississippi Delta, yeah, mm. and came along this person who was offering knowledge. I mean, she also had a guitar, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, probably this learning. This dude has. is shredding away the entire yeah. time too. So it sounds what, great. I'm thinking this is a classic tale. 
have uh, some kind of a deal with the devil going down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, no date, but it's coming. Probably, and honestly, I don't think there was, this was gameplay. Yeah, I don't no. know. I doubt it, too. No way. It's all I, cinematic. I yeah. bet it was in the engine. Yeah, in the engine. That um, <laughs> they'll have other cinematics. Yeah, they played this cutscene in well, their engine. And then yeah. the next thing was Star Wars. Yes, Outlaws. the premiere. This is where it premiered and was uh, with no gameplay. There was no gameplay. Right. This was all cinematic. Or I don't even think it was much of like in the vein. Of, I don't. I actually don't remember the specifics of what this trailer. This trailer didn't have. Much information outside of a big reveal of the name. It was right. just vibes, which was then expounded on in Ubisoft's uh, yeah thing. Yeah, um, but you're an outlaw, and it is an Ubisoft's thing. It's it looks like Watch Dogs, but you're an outlaw. You have a ship. You can fly and go to different planets. Yeah, there's a cool moment um, in the gameplay where you take off directly from the planet and are just in space uh, without certain. There's definitely some veiled loading yes. screens, yeah. but it seems like it's not like you are going into a cut into like a blank screen and then appearing in space. You're you're straight flying straight off planet into space and into a dogfight with some Tie Fighters. And this game is listed for 2024. Mm. Um, you know what? And after watching the Ubisoft presentation, it makes sense because. Um, the list of studios he listed as a thank you when he was talking about 2024 was like 20 studios deep. Jeez. He listed like every Ubisoft studio that exists mm. uh, as a thank you for this game. So they obviously went like all hands on deck with yeah. it. Um, it looks like, and, like it. It looks pretty high, uh, a little higher quality bar than what I'm used to from Ubisoft. Like, I don't know, like, Everything yeah, there's about probably the so a bit more um, attention to detail because it is Star Wars. Yeah. You don't want to fumble the bag. Nope. Right. This it, if, be, if it's bad, you're not going to get another chance to make one. Exactly. This, this is a make or break moment for It's them. also the, the all hands on deck thing is interesting because I know they've done it before with Assassin's Creed games. And those have been a lot of games that I have not enjoyed. Um, so I don't know. It's. For me, it's been hit or miss. I was I, most people would say that these huge Ubisoft projects are hits for them. Um, uh, there's definitely a baseline of quality when they're right. really committing. Yeah, uh, and you know it looked fun. Yeah, the Ubisoft gameplay is a model that I do enjoy when I am in the mood for it. Exactly. Um, and I'm sure the twists that they have here with the Star Wars stuff will be. Fun to do. There's an axolotl that's also a dog, basically, yep. and yeah. it's the cutest thing possible. Yep. And it helps you commit crimes. Yes. And so that's cool. That's all I um, want. It's very obviously set during uh it's it looks like it's set between episode five and episode six mm -hmm. because uh you kind of see Han or someone that looks like Han and Crypto and Carbonite. Yeah. Almost said Kryptonite. Uh, <laughs> that's, that'd be a, that's an interesting that'd world. be a lot yeah. more painful for um, him actually so um he's not but he's, he's kryptonite not, he's not from krypton though. no but it is capable of affecting humans i guess so but just in the in the way anything radioactive can <laughs> have i ever never mind that's we a whole conversation for another we don't time. need to go down this rabbit <laughs> hole of how uh dave filoni didn't like that darth vader knew that someone could survive and in carbonite, so he wrote into Star Wars 
Clone Wars a way that Anakin would know that people could survive in Carbonite by oh my having God. them do a heist where they get transported into a Sith building. Uh, not Sith, but an Empire or Empire. Uh, the CIS. No, the... Uh-huh. What are NSA? they called? No, the... The Pikes? FBI? The... the <sighs> this is United, during Clone the Wars? United Separate, Federation the of the Separatists. Yeah, the CIS. He had them... He had them infiltrate the separatists because they couldn't detect life signs because of the carbonite. Uh, and so they uncarbonite inside the building. And that is canonically how Anakin slash Darth Vader knows that if he froze Han Solo, he wasn't going to be dead. Um, uh, <laughs> it's Why did he have to have the life experience to know it? Why couldn't he just know it? Like have read it in a book. Star Wars. <laughs> I or have known that it worked on someone else. That's so uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Dave Filoni, That's baby. Dave for you. He, lore. Um, listen, they keep General Grievous and Anakin away from each other that entire, entire show. show because I, I, Grievous says at the beginning of episode three, you're taller than I thought you were. Mm. And so because of that one single line... They, they can never have them they see never each other. Saw yeah. each other. It's, it's very funny. I respect um, the commitment. So, right. He's uh, very committed. <laughs> I don't respect <laughs> it. <laughs> I do. Because I I like it. Um, the next trailer that they showed was this game called 33 Immortals from Thunder Lotus Games. They made Spirit Fair. Mm. Um, it is called 33 Immortals because you can play the game with 33 of your friends. Yeah. Uh, or random yeah, people. The, I, or random you people. all go raiding dungeons. Yeah, together. it looked really f- like it looked frantic and it looked uh, fun. It I'm very like down 33 for it. player Hades, and I'm yes, here for it. I, yes. Absolutely, um, it'll be chaos, but you hope chaos? it'll be fun. Yes, <laughs> um, chaos. Next was a uh, payday three. Yes, um, looks like a payday. Day one game pass September. Nice. 21st. Maybe this is the time I gave it. The old college. This was the first date. The first specific date we had. Oh, yeah. That was the whole show. Um, uh, Chris stood up and ran around his house because he (laughs) loves payday. He loves payday so much. I love Left 4 Dead with cops. Big payday head. And so, like, really, one day. You're robbing the cops. Yeah. You're robbing the cops. Yes, that's. I'm not saying you're okay, playing as cops. Like Left 4 Dead zombie game. But Left when Dead you say cops Left 4 Dead with cops, I'm killing cops, I feel like it's implying that you are the cops <laughs> rather than you're killing the cops. Um, well, now we've If I said payday so we're good. with zombies, I guess that would be a... a yeah. It's not real. You're being yeah, attacked really. by... Okay, right, but okay. when, that's the antagonistic force. All right, we get it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe this is the time because Chris would love to play payday with you. He would love anyone that will play Payday with him. <laughs> Please, someone um, play Payday with him. I will pay payday. you. Like, he loves this series. Him and Andrea are all about it. So, um, we go from something that Chris is all about to something that I'm very interested oh, in. Yeah, I'm all about this. And that's Persona 3 Reload. Officially this Finally, time. Finally, officially. Yeah. Uh, even we, though we had already seen the trailer. Yeah, we talked about it last week a little bit. But yes, it was here. Um, uh, very cool looking. Uh, has looking all cool. of the... Um, some people are mad because it is clear that they uh, have... They're not including the Persona 3 Portable and the Persona 3 Fest stuff, mm. which are the two remakes. Uh, and in that means that... 
what do they call her? Um, the female protagonist from Portable, or yeah, yeah is not going to be in this. Um, and it's just it's because they wanted to remake the base game mm. in the style of Persona Five. And look, I didn't play either any of those games, so I don't have any attachment to them. But I, yep. I feel bad for people who um, did have that attachment. All of you that played it on the PSP, sorry. On and your I UMD and I do wonder, uh, will this game? So all of the big Persona games have had those remakes with extra stuff. I wonder if this one will get one and add back uh, the female protagonist as like another party member. I, I the way they did with the uh, with Royal, and they had the 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 girl. Um, I don't know. We'll. F- we'll it it would be weird for a remake to then have a deluxe edition with yeah yeah new content, uh, but that'd be I like if we got a remake release of Pokemon Platinum. Mm-hmm. You know, like we already have a remake of Diamond and Pearl. Like yeah. I the remake of the remake. Yeah, like I don't, don't know. Put it's just it past a, them. Yeah. Um, Atlas is a weird company. Coming out on Game Pass. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Super cool. Persona Three. I'll play it. I it will, too. Thought. It looks dope. Um, even though I know that the other ones are, like, uh, generally... Better. Proce- procedurally <laughs> generated, right? So so I don't... It's uh, forcing me different on this. I don't think that it's going to have procedural dungeons. I think the dungeons are going to be handcrafted. Because they specifically, the director specifically said he wanted to be an experience like Persona 5. Mm. Um, Which would mean I would want to play it more. So So I don't think they're going to include the very tedious, grindy, uh, procedurally generated dungeon. I'll wait for the reviews. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Because I can't do that. I can't. I hate it. That game is super long because in a game of, yeah, in a game like Diablo works. in a game like Diablo where I can barely feel that it's procedurally generated because I'm just running and slashing stuff. Yeah, but like in something like that where I'm stopping to do battles, I know I'll feel it the whole yeah. time. Um, so, Especially when everything looks the same, right? And there's just a, a higher a higher number on the level of the exactly. tower that you've gone in. Yeah. Um, Avowed was next. We finally, finally have seen gameplay. Yeah, what looked like gameplay. It was gameplay. Uh, look, it looks it looks really cool. Yeah, size and scope. Uh, so there's been some details that have come out since um, this was showed. Um, it's got the I believe uh, what I saw is that the, as the size and scale of um, outer, outer worlds, outer worlds. Um, so. It's not like a massively open world game. It's got open sections. Yeah. Um, and they Outer Worlds was like almost dense. a bit too big for me just because I didn't really enjoy the game. But <laughs> um, I think this this looks more up my alley. Yeah. That looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of magic, a lot of guns. There was guns, flintlock guns. Um, you know, it, uh, it looked cool. And... Um, I 2024. Guess I didn't know this. It's set in Eora, which is where uh, Pillars of Eternity it takes place. Huh. Um, so if you're a Pillars of Eternity head out there, which there are people, yep. that is a uh, they call themselves Pillar Men. Mm, pillar Men. 
Yes. But you know, Game Pass next year. Yes. It has a I'll be year. playing as Day Win. Yeah. That's or the day, wonderful or, thing. Uh, day Uno, as um, people who pretend to speak Spanish say. Yeah. <laughs> then there was a Sea of Thieves. Monkey Island? Yes, Monkey Island expansion for Sea of Thieves. Apparently, uh, what's his name? Um, Peter, no. Steve Steve Jackson? Peter Jackson? No, who's the Monkey Island? I, I think it uh, is Steve Jackson. I'm going to look this up because I have to be correct. Guybrush Threepwood? No, he's <laughs> obviously in it. Ron Gilbert, I was way off. Oh, Ron Gilbert, boy. they didn't. Uh, they didn't tell Ron Gilbert that this was happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay. he found out the same day the world found out. Mm. The creator of this world did not know that it was being repurposed into a expansion sea of thieves pirate game. But it's a it like fits perfectly. Yeah, um, it's pirates. So I would assume like if they get the uh, puzzling stuff down, that would be cool. I agree. Um, then was Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024, mm. new entry yeah. into the series. Had to be one of the more unexpected sequels ever. Uh, yeah, because the last one seemed pretty comprehensive. Yeah. Uh, this one introduces a lot of jobs, so you can do a lot of things. <laughs> now you can do jobs in your off time. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I mean, it is a simulator, hey, not uh, a video you, game. I have cleaned a lot of things in Pressure Washing Simulator. Uh, so, like... <laughs> You know, um, we're out there. Job people that will job outside yeah. of job. Hey, sometimes jobbing for leisure it's is bad. a thing. I yeah. just watched a video on that actually this weekend from a YouTuber I like who does like psychology and video games, and I, it's just weird that this is coming up yeah. again. I'd imagine it's the same like the same kind of part of the brain that allows people to enjoy mowing their lawn. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is labor, but it, you're able to find enjoyment in it as long as you are not getting paid to do it. Right. Or not having to do it in order to provide. Survive. Yes. Right. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator Dune. Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah. You can fly around one of those thopters, bug things. Yeah. The thopters. Uh I don't like this. They showed off Hellblade 2 Senua Saga. Let me tell you, A, they use the Assassin's Creed font, and it bothers me. Oh, my God. It's just it really is. That's weird. The Assassin's Looking Creed font. It, it's, um, Especially the Senua Saga part. The I Hellblade know. looks a bit different, but, but Senua Saga the, definitely does. Yeah, it's just Assassin's Creed font. Um, but my... I don't know. The first game gives me such anxiety. Uh, it gave me actual like near anxiety attacks. Yeah. I'm good. I, it was when it was announced. This was one of the strangest things, like that that game would get people a are big so, sequel. People are so excited. Turn that this. thing into like a. It's it has to be an entirely different type of game. Obviously, the weird voice stuff will be bad because that was such a big part. It's so strange though that they're. That that was a game they took and decided this is going to be a blockbuster franchise. This game about mental illness. Yeah, yeah. And that grief encourages you to play with headphones on so you can get the full immersive. No thanks. I never experience. did that, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, 
Next was the Austin Powers like trailer. <laughs> this of, was an yes. amazing trailer. This is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Like I, a Dragon I, Infinite I, Well. I, I haven't played God. I never played any of the Yakuza games. Uh we talked last week about how I bought Like a Dragon and then never played it. Uh it's so good. This has um what's his face? What's his name in Hitchibon. Yeah. From Like a Dragon yeah. from eight. Waking up nude on a beach in Hawaii. Uh, and it's really funny. Is it Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It would have to Which be. Which is funny because in an interview earlier this year, uh, it was a big headline that came out where the director of the Yakuza slash Like a Dragon series said, there will not be a game set in America. And he lied. He did a tricky. Yeah. Or maybe uh, he is a a Hawaiian uh, separatist yes. supporter. I like it. I like that. <laughs> um, Look, Persona Five went to Hawaii. Now the Yakuza, uh, like a dragon, is going yeah. there. Um, it's great. It's a funny trailer. So good. It goes a real long time before realizing he was nude. I feel like that's something I would immediately notice. But I yeah, guess if I same. woke up in a different state. Or in a different continent. Yeah. Maybe I would be more focused on that. Right. That would probably be the first thing I notice. You're on a beach. Right. Do you not just feel the sand on it all? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've never been in a... I don't know how he gets (laughs) there. That's fair. I... I also uh, can't say I've ever been in a right. situation. I've never like been this. in a in a similar situation. You have to be able to feel it. You have There's to. No I way that sand. you can't. Yeah, especially with him sand. walking around casually, you feel the sand. I'm like, yeah, it's coarse. It's rough. It gets <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, but it's fine. I'm interested. Yes, uh, I'll watch YouTube's of it and then go from there. Those I'm games are fun. Never gonna play one. Uh, I'm glad for the people that are. One of my best friends that I convinced our other best friend to play these games, despite the fact that friend one and I had never actually played them. They're like, oh, yeah, you'll love these, Jacob. They're they're like the best games ever. And, uh, Jacob has played every yes. single one to like platinum completion. You, you reco- it, your recommendation was vibes only. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, boy, howdy. You we changed were right, his though. life. We did. Oh, absolutely. Um Early 2024 for that one. I believe it. Uh, Next is Capcom really on another level. Just doing the most. I thought... Um, This was a cool looking trailer. I thought this was going to be an Onimusha. That's what I thought too. Uh, Uh, It's Kinitsugami Path of the Goddess. Whatever that means. Uh, whatever it means. I don't know, it but you, so look like, cool, you look like a crazy samurai killing demons and flowers explode out of yeah. them. Yeah. Flower petals. I really thought it was going to be an Onimusha. It looks amazing. Um, and it's made for Game Pass. I don't know if it's actually going to be on other consoles. Well, it's a Capcom um, so game. I know that So Persona 3 was, I think, just today confirmed being on PlayStation and PC. Um, I think I, I have read that, um, like Xbox embargoes the release platform, like information for these games, mm. um, Smart. for like 48 hours. Smart. Let the news cycle wash over. Right. Um, so 
a lot of those games were like they very specifically all only said they were coming out for Xbox. Uh, it's possible a bunch of them will come out for different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, next was a couple of trailers. We can just uh, Forza Motorsport once yes. again. Crazy looking. It looks super looks good. Great. And this Forza. It's racing. Um, Overwatch 2 is getting story missions My that goodness. previously were canceled, this, I guess. No, so the the single player content was canceled. I this trailer was insane because it seemed to be a highlight a bunch of the stuff that the director of the game just said was canceled. Yes, that's my confusion. Uh, so I don't know. Like, is that they said right? Uh, like they did say that they were still going to do like team based story missions. Mm, um, I didn't get that. And I read that this is it's like fifteen dollars and it's three story missions, uh, and it also gets you the season pass. And uh, who's the character? Uh, that uh, whoever the the first new character that they announced was. Um, and I guess people are mad about that, that it's just the three missions that you get and that's it. Uh, As yeah, they should be. It's weird but. because it also like talked about, there's some level of character customization and like, mm-hmm. uh, skill trees and stuff. And it seemed like that stuff was, they talked about was also being removed. Yeah. It's, it's really strange. Like, obviously if you. Well, on the one hand, I think that the only people who care about would care about this trailer uh, are Overwatch diehards who would also would have already have heard the news. Uh, but on the other hand, if you're just watching this showcase because you are like, you know, just a regular yeah guy who owns an Xbox, um, maybe this is an like it's it's a cool like visual like the. The Overwatch style still works, and it's still good to look at. So maybe it's enough to pull people to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is weird knowing that just like last week they canned all this stuff, and now there's a big trailer promoting the stuff that, or I guess what remains of the right. corpse of the the canned planned uh, story stuff. You can kind of see here where they cut the stuff. Where they could have cut the stuff that was the stuff that was canned. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, it's it's hard to find. The whole story is built around, or the whole tra- like trailer advertisement is built around the characters interacting like a campaign, yeah, sort of deal. It's very strange. Yeah, it's a weird trailer if you know the uh, the all the weird stuff going on around it. Yeah. Um, next was Persona 5 Tactica. Yes. Another uh, spin-off no- we already knew about. November 17th. Uh, this, I think, will definitely come to Switch. But again, I don't I don't think I've seen anything about the extra other consoles for this. Not yet. Not yet. Yep. Um, I'll play it on Xbox because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Yep. So That's one thing. The best part about this thing is you have to, this whole showcase, you keep in the back of, back of your mind. It's all on Game Pass. Yeah. Except for the Ubisoft one. That one's... Yeah, I guess... That one's going to be probably not. But we'll see. Who knows? Could be. Um, Starfield got a teaser sizzle 
with a reminder to stay afterwards. Yes. Which um, Seth did not. I did uh, not. Seth I'm did sorry. Not. I went yeah. and got lunch um, with my nephew. This trailer, Jusant. Uh, Jusant. Uh, don't not, Don't not game. Scene. This looks cool. I really yeah, like a, it. Ro- ro- yeah, this is a rock climbing game. I like that. Yeah. Um, man. Still this, Wakes the Deep. Still Wakes the Deep has David vibes. Yes. Uh, it's probably a Lovecraftian it's a horror Haunted game. Oil Rig yes, game. It's a Haunted Oil Rig game. Definitely will play this. Uh, you 20, know, early Cthulhu's going to show up. Has to, with the title like Still Wakes right. the Deep. Yeah. You know it's Cthulhu. It's some kind of old one, for yeah. sure. Um, Dungeons of Hinterberg. This was crazy, because I thought I... We have, in like the span of a week and a half, gotten two games in these showcases that had people like surfing on a sword. I don't know if I remember this one. Oh, you surf, but, you like, skateboard on a sword. You'd think I would remember this with something yeah. that sounds so rad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. you watch the trailer, you'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know how I blank this out. This is a forest game. <laughs> um, we got Keanu. Yeah, weirdly uh, popped up to a stage with a like a that they would have norm- done one of these showcases on, and Check Keanu it out. was there doing so much Keanu. Yeah, uh, Check it out. Yep. And we got a trailer for the upcoming Cyberpunk expansion. It looks so good, which features Idris Elba. It looks so stupid good. I I need to be I. I need my expectations tempered, but it makes me want to go buy this game. It looks so good. The, it, I've already. It can't, I know it can't even you, you seem so frustrated with yourself because, because of this. Like I, people, the people of America hate this. The new United the States. They vilified. They've this been game. burned once with this game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And now I have only heard. Good things that they've fixed it for a fair like, amount of time now. They've they've fixed it and they've got it tight, and they have done even more to fix it with the DLC. Mm. But I need I don't know I'm gonna wait for it to come out. But I'm yeah you gotta find out if it's broken when it comes out. I'm but I'm oh I'm so close I'm so close to being in. They've almost <laughs> He's got edging. Me. like it's. <laughs> So he's an edge cool runner. <laughs> it's so cool. I looking. did read that they, um, the 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 team like took a lot of feedback from the stuff that was yeah. in Edge Runners to make uh, the world more like it was. It showed in that show. Good, and they also like overhauled their entire workflow and realized that. Maybe the game wasn't good because they were crazy overworking their employees. Mm, what a thought. I know. Um, so, like, it's it's nuts. Uh, and and the small scoop, Jason Schreier, who has a piece up about this. I haven't read it yet. Um, but on Twitter, he tweeted that, uh, that the director of this expansion is actually heading the sequel to the game. That there's going to be another one and that he's heading it. Um, so nice. they feel good enough yeah. about the DLC and they feel good enough about his performance directing it to be uh, pushing forward with another one. I wonder if CD Projekt Red, like obviously they probably worked with Netflix to make Edge Runners, 
But I wonder if, like, part of them was annoyed when people who weren't, you know, they didn't have to be confined by what a video game can do when right. making that world. And yeah. they could just, like, add stuff. And then it's like, all right, you got to go back to this world and let's hey, figure it, out how to work that stuff how in. How to do and what like, they did. Uh, it's like a comic book situation. Where, like, the big two companies are like, all right, people like these things from the movies. Now we have to emulate that <laughs> to get, to try and get some more people yes. in. But wait, I, but everything in there is different than my story. It's like, mm, nope, you got to change it. Yeah. Deal with it. Um, Let's see. City Skylines 2. Yep. Was announced. It looks like a Sim City, and I. I thought it was going to be a Sim City. I thought it was going to be a Sim City also, but it looks super cool. Um, I think this is going to be on Game Pass. If it is, I'll play it. Uh, First one it is. looks super fun. Um, then Man, this is this okay. got a huge pop off for Metaphor me. Metaphor Re Fantasio. And if that Fantasy Fantasio. Fantasio. Yeah, uh, Phil Spencer Look. said Fantasio. Oh, that can't be right. Then no way. So this is the new project from the people who, from Atlas, from the team who made uh, Persona 5. Um, it looks crazy. It crazy looks, good. It, I mean, I was wondering if it was a Shin Megami Tensei at one point. Because it looked so similar to five that just, like the trailers from five, um, but it has its own it, it had its own kind of distinct flair, and I was like, this can't be that because that game just came out. They can't have made six already. Uh, but no, this is a new franchise. Um, I really I don't think you can kind of put into words what is happening in this no, it just, trailer. It's like Persona Five, but in medieval, sort of, but sort also of. you know fantasy um like all the you can see all of the kind of trappings of the oh yeah uh smt world Mm -hmm. and the persona world uh sort of remixed in different ways and obviously it's going to be like a turn-based rpg well i'm not obviously but very likely very likely going to be that and there's going to be social links and that kind of stuff in a a different world it's yeah yeah, there, it they did say bonds the, at they one show point. The bond and they're shaking um, hands. Like, yeah, like it, specifically like a dedicated like shaking hand animation. I like I don't know yeah, something about it's a, that. It's a great trailer. Got, if you like those games, I, I definitely somewhere. recommend watching this. I make yeah. I want to watch it again. Oh yeah, same. I've been thinking be about it. Again. Yeah, it, it was great. This was. Uh, it's amazing that uh, that um, that Atlas uh, social social manager. Drop the two trailers, the two Persona trailers, but not, but not this. this. Right. And I'm very the one glad that looks about it. The most interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel too. It was crazy. This is freaking crazy looking. Um, it's gonna be nuts. I the moment this started happening on the screen, I was sitting next to Chris, and I'm like, "This is for me." And I just like <laughs> do a little. Jig. I got like cozy in the seat and i'm like look at this uh, hello i like oh my gosh i'm so excited i think i was speechless no date no date no day no which uh, means we'll get in like in like 2025 probably years. yeah at the earliest yeah maybe late 2024 
Um, but yeah. Or maybe six years from now, if we go by what Phil Spencer said. Yeah. Or right. by just that main team at Atlas's uh, previous track record. That's true. <laughs> um, well, they have been working on this game for a long time. They were also working and, on Persona 5 for a I long know, time. Know, a long time. <laughs> um, the next was Towerborn. Uh, which looked interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't do too much for me, but um, this was the one that was a kind of like a side scroller beat 'em up, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of a different one? Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. It looks like Castle Crashers, yeah, but not Castle Crashers. Not as cartoony. That makes sense. Um. All right, and then the last game they showed it was besides uh, Starfield. Bioshock Infinite. No, wait. That's <laughs> very oddly derogatory. <laughs> it is just uh it's by Inexile Entertainment. Right. Uh which have only done they've only done the Wasteland games. Right. Um it looks like it's called Clockwork Revolution. I will say that I this is a cool trailer. Cool. Yeah, I it does look a lot like Bioshock Infinite. Visually. Down to the time dilation. Um, well, he, okay, here's the thing. That time dilation thing, that reminds me more of uh, Singularity. But it's a in little, Bioshock Infinite. Sure, but it's not the game that invented that. And sure, I guess it looks like it, but it gave me more Singularity vibes because of how much more player-controlled it is. Than I was just saying that the world Infinite. looks like it's like the steampunk uh, revolutionary American mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. And even they have like a Daisy Fitzroy. <laughs> like, the, um, what does it say? Uh, it said in an authoritarian city where you'll have to change the past to control the future, which is neat. Um, yep. It looks the, cool. My lasting impression from this is that the trailer, it's the game was called Clockwork Revolution, but it, it was, it revealed clock. And then work, and then revolution, and but it stayed on clock, and I was like, "Is this, is this game just called Clock? Because that's a great title." Yeah, uh, and it's not. And then it it said should in, just be in called in Clock. Due time. Yeah. yeah, it said that instead of a release date, they said in due time, which I guess they thought they were being cheeky, but it's also like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. And then Phil announced the one terabyte solid state drive Xbox Series S, which. It's black. It's carbon black. black. It's black, baby. It is pretty nice. Uh, I saw this and I was like, man, I don't need it, but like, what if? I mean, I didn't need another one and I got a Series S. Yeah. But it is my bedroom series. It's Mm, my bedroom Xbox. That's basically what I'm thinking of doing. uh, The the bedroom box. And whenever we go to a hotel or anything. Yeah. That sucker goes with. Because my base model Xbox One is what we use in the bedroom right now. And that thing is... Dude, I'm telling. I'm not so. It sounds sounds so stupid to tell someone to get another Xbox, <laughs> but this thing is small. It is small enough that like, um, when we go, like when we go and stay over at place like at hotels you can just and stuff, bring it along. It's the perfect streaming machine, and you say so. Like it's it's easy to just plug your Xbox in. It's uh, very light and small, and. Uh, we use it, and I could play Fortnite at night when Marion's asleep, <laughs> and um, we use it to stream other times, and yeah. yeah. It's nice to have an Xbox on the go. Yeah. You can even, so this is the other big thing with these, and I'm not trying to sell either of you on it. I am going to buy one 
in the near future for myself. Okay. Um, but there are multiple companies now that make screens for them mm. that plop onto the back uh, and fold like on the top. Old, exactly. The, oh, the, yo. Like the PS1. And so and as long as like you can just plug you, flip screen. As long as you can just plug it into a wall, Great days. you flip up the screen and your Xbox is ready to go. Oh, right my there. God. I love that. And like... They they make the screens now. The I think they charge like 130 for the screens. Do you know what the uh, the refresh rate is for those screens? I've, I like think they're fine. Off the top of your head? Okay, yeah, I think they're fine. Okay, cool. Because this it's a 1080p machine that's running at 60. Yeah, it, uh, perfect. Yeah, that's what I need. You're not push some like I think like Rocket League pushes 120 on this. Um, that's about it. Um, so yeah, I. I'm, I need to order one of those. It's on my list. You need to. Um, it's right after you get the uh, atomic purple plates for your. It would be wild. PS5. I can just take my Xbox with me wherever. Yeah. And then put it on my. If lap. only it had a handle like the GameCube. Put it I on. No. I could, I could put it on my lap and just play it at your house right there. It's hilarious. That would be insane, but, but I hope to see it. would be no, kind of insane. No different than pl- playing on yeah. the Switch. You still have to plug you know it into I mean? the wall. It's a bit different. It's a bit different. It's more like playing on a laptop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, with a laptop with a really thick base. Yeah. Yeah. That has a big vent on top. Um, <laughs> and no keyboard. Uh, no keyboard. You could uh, plug you in could a plug keyboard. You could plug one in. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. you could just get like a flat mat that looks like a keyboard just to make people think it's an actual laptop. Yeah, yeah. cover that one. Or vent I could on get a DDR box. mat and play Ooh, DDR on yes. it on the go. Yes, sir. Um, you could do that. But um, is there a DDR that runs on the Xbox One? I'm sure there and a is. mat that can plug in. I'm sure there is. Here's hoping. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about Starfield. Uh, there's a lot. I don't know how much I want to talk about. I would argue there's so much. There's maybe too much. No, there's not too much. There's. there's a, I know I that there's a watch. There's a watch. That watch looks really good. The watch looks really like good. I. I never. I don't know. About- I don't get it. I'm looking at you. But, don't get it. But I'm David, not going to. Okay, three hundred dollars. I know, but like for you, it's fine. I've never I don't know cared. how well Apple will work with it. That's yeah. the problem. Okay, that's true. fair. I've never cared about having a smartwatch. I don't need to be like so like super connected. Sure. Um, and with every like with all my stuff, but that watch just genuinely looks so crisp. Yeah, and it connects. And I, does my again? I didn't watch this part. My understanding from the pictures is that it seems to have some kind of connectivity with the game and can show information because i guess the the character in the game has this watch and uses it to get information about the world yes and it seemed like you can get that information that's your bottom left bottom left tells you your o2 and co2 and yeah gravity and stuff seems like like you can get that on this watch which is neat so what what makes you think there's too much what what too much is there just like the scope of it all, like in a good way, like I'm very impressed with it all. But like when I was watching this direct and I was imagining myself playing this game, I almost had this feeling of like already being <laughs> overwhelmed by it. Like I'm going to start, I'm going to play this game and I know I'm not going to experience almost Maybe but not that's even the like half of what this it wants is, me to. But this is like this like, is what I've told Chris and stuff, like other friends that when they they say they get like hyper overwhelmed by Tears of the Kingdom and stuff, the story you play is your story. 
Yeah. Don't worry about the stuff you don't miss the forest for the trees. You the story you play is your story. It's, That's fair. But I think it is especially a, it in a is game antith- with hundreds of players. It is antithetical to the way some people want their games to be though. Well, this also kind of goes back to what we were talking near the top of the episode of like some games are just too maybe not the top of the episode, but like some games are just too big sometimes. Right. Like Oh, jeez. It is a severe thunderstorm outside. Yes. If you can hear that. Um, I was trying to figure out if that was the air conditioning at first, and I was looking at the wall. I couldn't tell if it yeah, was raining. It's crazy. Or not. God yes, dang. Uh, but, like, some people want to be directed in specific areas. And I think that it's weird because all of Bethesda's big games have been, have always pushed against that idea as that. There are storylines, but it just sort of drops you into a huge world and you can go wherever. Um, yeah. I think it... Because of the techno- the limitations of the technology, like Skyrim for, is a huge game still, but it feels... Uh, it still feels like a world that is shrunken down. Um, and so I think in that way makes it feel more approachable. Everything is sort of closer to you than it might actually look. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, that the thing with this game, it, it appears that their reach does not exceed their grasp and that any extent of, like, cr- of creating the expanse of this universe they were just able to do... Uh, I think it does, it can create a sort of like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Um, Like, you walk out of the cave in Skyrim, and you're, you know, you're, like, directly pointed at Whiterun, and there's this stuff, and you you can just sort of go from there, you know, you go to a place, and you're like, ooh, I'll go over there, or ooh, I'll go over here. And you can see these landmarks. Um, But when we're talking about whole planets, and then going into the vastness of space, it is sort of like, okay, there's really a lot going on here. And also the vastness of the gameplay systems and mechanics that you as the player will be using while exploring this super vast universe. Like, there, like with other games this size, there are definitely going to be parts of it that I'm just probably not going to touch at all. Yeah. Like... I don't know if I'm going to mine for any resources. I never liked you doing have that in to games. On a basic level. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I'm not, like, I think just, like, what happened, like, when I played Fallout 4 was that, like, there are entire portions of that game, like, mechanic-wise, like the settlement building stuff, you, you can just completely ignore and, and still have a good these, time. Yeah, I'm not going to build a base on each of these planets or I'll have a generic one that I'll have it plopped down. Mm. Like I'm not gonna, but I don't think that like this game is going to have a story mode and they said it's not like, it's, I think it's like a, the reports are that it's like a 30 hour story, like a 30, 40 hour story. If you just mainline the story, but if you want to go and like explore every moon and, you know, solar system, like a psychopath, let me tell you this so they, they used a word that, <laughs> I'm not going to be vulgar, but they used a word, they they described the game as NASA punk, and that got me 
so interested. Um, What's great is that we're using the laptop. Yeah. So, so the, as the as the lights so the, flicker on and off, yeah, we know that we're as not we losing lose power. Our, we are yeah, not losing not, the recording. Yeah, thank God. Um, um, so we actually might, we did lose a recording. This is our second attempt. <laughs> um, so they they described it as NASA punk and Seth, your ship cannot just go as far to the edge of the map as you can immediately. You have to establish a path mm-hmm. and build out checkpoints across the universe to be able to branch out that far well, that's because good. your fuel isn't sure. infinite. Sure. Like th- this type of crap is like, I'm so excited to engage with it and I don't know why, but I wonder if it's, it's tedious, you know, it sounds like I wonder if it Get to that point where it's like one of those things that sounds neat on paper, and then in reality, it's just kind of like I wish I didn't have to do this. Yeah. Um, or if it is an actual like, it's going to dynamically change the way that you do things. I don't know. That's like, uh, there's there. I'm going to play this game, but I'm even without having watched this and seeing the 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 breadth of what the game has to offer. It's like there is sort of this thing that I'm trepidatious about. Jumping in because of just how he, the hugeness of it, and the way that, like, it seems like they packed multiple games in one. The way that just every system is expanded mm-hmm. to like add infinitum. Um, I don't know. Like, it just it, it has me feeling a weird way about it. Uh, I'm going to give it a try, and I do hope that I enjoy it. Um, I wonder how the shooting will be. Oh, the combat looks, looks good. phenomenal. It looks really good. But I, I know that again. I, I wonder I, how it will feel. I know. I I know that look and feel are different. It looks like it feels good. Yeah. I'm hoping it looks as I'm. I know. Yeah. Because Fallout Fallout doesn't feel. good. It does not feel good to shoot things in Fallout. It's no, one of the no. reasons I like started. I was like. Very quickly stopped playing it because it that's was not fun to engage with enemies. That's why I bounced off super hard to Fallout 3 in New Vegas. Despite both of those being really good games, I just, like, did not enjoy the combat of them, which, like, yeah. you guys know is, like, one of my major things with playing video games. It's one of the reasons I didn't like Outer Worlds either. It's yeah. Because it was just not not enjoyable to fight anything. Right. Um, Whereas, like, Elder Scrolls, it's so fun to just run at things and start whacking at them. So a whole section of this demo trailer was about a guy that just maxed out his physical build. Yeah. And so he just punches people. I'm sure that will be, quote-unquote, a viable way of doing it. But it's, you know, generally when in games where... I know, I where know. yeah. You have an option of fighting close range and long range. The people who can shoot you from farther away have an advantage against right. when you have, yeah. to have to get up close. And so, you know, I'm sure you can have fun and, like, there will be a joy in, like, being only close combat and tanking, like, juggernauting your way through into a field of enemies who are all shooting at you. There will be a kind of visceral, and you probably can get a kind of visceral enjoyment from that. But it's one of those things like, if you wonder if the natural way of 
the the most efficient way of doing things will skew into you being forced to get into uh, range combat with stuff. Because right. that's, like, no matter what developers intend, if there is a, generally, if there is a, mo- like, whatever the most efficient way mm-hmm. of progressing through stuff will be the way that people figure out that right. they, how to do it. And that's what they will just do. Unless you are intentionally going out of your way to do so. So, like, it won't be a problem if the guns are good and the shooting is good. Um, I know my brother was telling me that he had a quote about there's, like, more guns in this game than there has ever been in any video game or something like that. That makes sense. But it's because of the combinations of stuff. Right. Um, And so, I don't know, like, I hope it's not Fallout guns and that they've create built their own kind of feel from the ground up for it because it would be a big bummer yeah to start this game be like well i just i can't use any of the guns because they all suck i agree um couple fun notes from the phil spencer matt booty interview about this game this game initially had a release date that was much sooner than this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and they were willing before the acquisition it was much sooner. Hmm. And then after the acquisition, uh, they made them like, no, <laughs> polish this. Interesting. It was going they didn't to. Want, they didn't want it to ship with the normal uh, Bethesda levels of broken. They Bethesda also charm, said. Which is kind of, I, I hope it still has some of that. They also joked, I, I don't know how much it will have. Because they also, Phil Spencer joked and Matt Booty kind of shook his head. That they have every QA tester in Microsoft right now working on this game. Mm. And it, as of right now, it has the least amount of bugs going into launch than any Bethesda game ever. Well, which is at least known bugs. A lot of from QA. Certainly, Microsoft has a lot of uh, QA people. Yeah, they don't have as many they as the entire the wor- rest of right, the world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But like. <laughs> But even then, their QA department now is much bigger than yeah. Bethesda's was. Yeah. You That's know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, what like, falls through the cracks. Exactly. And you know there's going to be something major, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Um, there's going to be like a quest line that you do, and then when you get to when you get talking to a certain character and do a certain dialogue tree through them, your game will just crash. Yeah, <laughs> or your ship will spawn inside of a moon or something. Uh, yeah. And like blow stuff. up or something. I wonder if you can fly your ship through Jupiter. Uh, that's, that's I wonder question. if you can land on Jupiter with Look, your ship. That well, I mean, we're gonna have to find out. <laughs> we will. What did they put inside Jupiter? Out. We gotta know. Um, what if it's a person? Yeah. There's a guy in there. Oh just, God! Just staring at you. Yeah. Uh, a um, bald guy with a really big beard. That's just Doctor Manhattan. Oh, but. Yeah. I think no, I'd prefer Dan Reichert. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Um, There's one little plot of, of ground that he's standing on. Yeah. Ha, told you. <laughs> that would make me so happy. Yeah. Bethesda, please. After after watching after all this 15 weekend. hours of the giant bomb stream, please, please put a mini Dan Reichert in the center of Jupiter on his own platform. He'd be so intolerable. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I'm really interested. They hinted, Seth, they hinted a lot at um, 
gravity affecting bullets differently in different environments. Um, the that way that terrible. the way that fire affects like oxygen, uh, the the amount of oxygen in the environment affecting different Ugh. like they. So much to think it about. Make, exactly. Yeah. It makes sense why this game has taken so long to come out. Um, and it's, uh, I'm excited. It, I did run into a little bit of that in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I, where I attached a uh, like a, a fire thing to one of the Rito weapons, which uh, like shoot wind out when you attack, and it turned into it like turned, a flamethrower. Oh, it was super cool, and nice. I had never thought about it before. Um, I oh, had that man. happen... Where I pulled out a bomb arrow to shoot at someone, but it was so hot around me that it just exploded the moment it brought out. Yep, happened to me. And I was like, oh, cool. (laughs) So it's it's rough finding these random. It happens on different levels of other situational things. You know, not to get ahead of anything, but this game is going to come out with such level of attention to detail. Down to the nitty gritty, and it's like you know, it's not going to be better than Tears of the Kingdom, that had a much uh, broader, not broader, but less uh, nitty gritty scope. Like, and and it's yeah. and it's going to be because like, like Tears of the Kingdom is huge. Starfield's probably going to be like ten times as big as it. And it's probably not going to be to its benefit in comparison. That was literally outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Um, I really, at the end of this, as a sort of weird mid-year check-in, the thing I can see possibly stealing Game of the Year from Tears of the Kingdom for me is Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. And that's only because I don't know if either of you have been keeping up on Twitter, but people have been raving about this demo. I believe it. That, like, it is... I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, I didn't think Starfield was ever going to be the thing that would take it, um, but I'm I'm so interested to see what. I mean, we all know it's gonna, the thing that will challenge is Alan Wake too. Yeah, yeah. Between listen, yeah. we still got a long year left ahead of us. I know. I don't think it's going to be Spider Man. Not with that new face. <laughs> Maybe with the old face. Not with that. <laughs> Not with that now old but still new face. Yeah. But you still know. new to me. Yeah. Still, um, Except for in Miles Morales, I guess I did. He was there a bit. But it's the closest thing we've had to a good E3. Yeah. That was also very good close. Lord. Yeah. Lights um, are flashing outside. Yeah. Lights are flashing um, inside. But yeah, that's the Crazy. closest thing we've had to a good E3 in a while. Yeah. Well, most of the showcases so far this season have been pretty solid. Or at least there are like things in each of them that I'm super stoked for. Yeah. For Heck sure. Yeah. It is coming down. All right. Before anything crazy happens, um, Jesus. we appreciate you listening. Um, you know, we my birthday is next weekend, so we're not going to be recording. I'm sure we're going to be doing something for my birthday, maybe. I don't know. I What if there's a direct, though? My birthday, if there's a direct, mm, we'll see. There won't be. It might be off. We'll, we'll record off of <laughs> Wednesday. But, like, I purposefully every year, my birthday gift is I don't have to worry about my birthday. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Uh, and also the podcast this year. Yeah. 
So we appreciate everyone listening, and we will talk at you next week, maybe if there's a direct. Bye. Bye. See ya.